verse 17, don't laugh when your enemy falls. Don't gloat over his collapse. God might see and become very provoked and then take pity on his plight. Don't bother your head with braggarts or wish you could succeed like the wicked. Those people have no future at all. They're headed down a dead end street. Verse 21, fear God, dear child, respect your leaders. Don't be defiant or mutinous. Without warning, your life can turn upside down and who knows how or when it might happen. Verse 23, it's wrong, very wrong to go along with injustice. That's so strange because that's what we were just talking about. It says it's wrong, very wrong to go along with injustice. Whoever whitewashes the wicked gets a black mark in the history books, but whoever exposes the wicked will be thanked and rewarded. How ironic that that verse is right here when we're just talking about everything going on. That's crazy. Verse 26, an honest answer is like a warm hug. First, plant your fields, then build your barn. And that's for those of us on our purpose journey. Do not guess. <laughs> plant your field. Have your foundation first before you start getting all the beautiful accessories and the money and the vacations and the travels. <laughs> build, put your foundation down first. Verse 28, don't talk about your neighbors behind their backs. No slander or gossip, please. Don't say to anyone, I'll get back at you for what you did to me. I'll make you pay for what you did. One day I walked by the field of an old lazy bones and then past the vineyard of a slob. They were overgrown with weeds, thick with thistles, all the fences broken down. I took a long look and pondered what I saw. The fields preached me a sermon and I listened. A nap here, a nap there, a day off here, a day off there. Sit back, take it easy. Do you know what comes next? Just this. You can look forward to a dirt poor life with poverty as your permanent house guest. And I've actually seen that to be true in my own life as well. If I don't work, I don't eat. That is the great thing and the terrible thing about being a full-time entrepreneur. <laughs> if you don't want to work in your business, you don't make money in your business, right? If you work in your business and you have the right strategies in place, then praise God you make money in your business. And that was a lesson that I had to learn early on because I would treat my business like I treated my nine to five job. I would call out when I wanted to. <laughs> show up when I wanted to, work hard when I wanted to. And the Lord had to really, really help me understand that I have to treat my, my business as his work, as what he purposed me to do. Like It can't be like, oh, this is my hobby. I do it when I feel like it. I needed to be obedient, build my foundation, and then build the house. And when I started doing that, treating my job, treating my business as I'm going to work on this eight hours a day consistently every single day, girl, Praise the Lord, this business started to grow. So whenever I meet my fellow women who are leaving their nine to five jobs to become full-time entrepreneurs, I always like to share that with them because the enemy's gonna make us think that we don't have to work all the time because we're business owners now. That's what I thought. I was going to the beach, I was getting my nails done. Nah, the truth is we have to do the work for God to bless. And that applies whether we're in a nine to five job or working for ourselves full-time. So girls, if you don't yet know your God-given purpose and you want to understand what God put you on this earth to do, you're just not quite sure how to do it, make sure you get my free Find Your Purpose Toolkit at PurposeGift.com that'll help you discover what God put you on this earth to do. It's based off of scripture. It's going to help you go through your passions, your talents, your abilities, and you can get it for free by going to PurposeGift.com. And if you're listening to me and you're like, well, Stephanie, that sounds amazing, but <laughs> I actually don't even know what it means to be a Christian. Well, being a Christian is what it says in John 3.16, for God to love the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and what that means is that being a Christian is believing in Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior so if you want to make that decision today it's very very simple just say this prayer with me and you just say dear Jesus I believe that you died for my sins 
I believe that you rose again. Today, I believe in you as my personal Lord and Savior. Sis, if you pray that prayer, welcome to the kingdom. Angels are literally celebrating you right now. Your name has been written in the book of life. Nobody can take it out. Get into a Bible-based church in your area and get started reading the word of God. I always recommend starting with the book of John because it's literally like the Lord's love letter to you. He adores you. He loves you. He wants the best for you. Sisters of Christ, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and give you complete and total purpose over your body, mind, and soul in the name of Jesus and give you peace, mercy, and favor forever and ever. Amen. So that's it for today's episode of the Godwood Girl Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study. Have any questions? DM me anytime on Instagram or send an email to hello at godwoodgirl.com. I'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to grab my free Find Your Purpose Toolkit to help you get started living God's purpose for your life at purposegift.com. Thanks for listening, Godwood Girl. I'll see you on the next one. In this episode of the Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study, we are diving into Proverbs 24. I'm Stephanie Rodnes, and welcome to the Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study. My goal is to encourage the discouraged with scripture, inspiration, and resources to help you do exactly what God purposed you to do on this earth, become a Christian entrepreneur. The definition of a Godwood girl is a woman of Christ who says yes to her God-given purpose, no matter what everyone else tries to say or do. So if you are stepping into your purpose as a Christian entrepreneur, welcome to the Godwood girl sisterhood. You are my people, and I can't wait to meet you. Now let's dive into today's episode. And remember, if you want to join me for these live recordings on Godwood Girl's Instagram feed, join me at Godwood Girl on Instagram now. Let's dive right in. Father God in heaven, thank you so much, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your beauty, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you so much for being here with us, Lord, and for seeing us and for choosing us and for taking time out of your day to make sure we're okay, Lord. I'm just, I'm so grateful, Father God, to have you in my life. I'm so grateful, Lord Jesus, for the sacrifice you made on the cross. And I'm so grateful that right now we can be sitting here reading your word without fear of persecution without fear of somebody busting in the door, Lord. I pray your blessing over the reading of this word. Help us be able to see what you want us to see and hear what you want us to hear. I absolutely adore you. I love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, so we are going into Proverbs chapter 24, the message translation. Verse one, don't envy bad people. Don't even want to be around them. All they think about is causing a disturbance. All they talk about is making trouble. It takes wisdom to build a house and understanding to set it on a firm foundation. It takes knowledge to furnish its rooms with fine furniture and beautiful draperies. It's better to be wise than strong. Intelligence outranks muscle any day. Strategic planning is the key to warfare. To win, you need a lot of good counsel. And with that verse, that's Proverbs chapter 6. I mean, Proverbs 24, verse 6. Strategic planning is the key to warfare. To win, you need a lot of good counsel. That's why I wrote my book, The War of Purpose, and called it The War of Purpose. Because as we're stepping into our purpose journey, strategic planning is the key. And for the, any of you girls who have been in my school of purpose, or read The War of Purpose, or read Unleash a Legend, you know that strategic planning is one of those highlighted points in each of those areas, in each of those products, because it's key to stepping into our God-given purpose. We can have 
all this passion, right? And all this will and all this determination. But at the end of the day, if we're taking the wrong steps, it's still the wrong steps. <laughs> passion does not negate doing the wrong thing. And the reason why I know this so well is because I did it. I've always had a heart for business. I've always had a heart for entrepreneurship. But when I failed at my first business, which was a film production business for teenage youth, and I failed miserably at that business, instead of me getting back to what God purposed me to do, which is to share the gospel of Christ through video, I decided to take a left turn and try other businesses. And I tried a fitness business. I tried a business where I wrote screenplays for producers. I tried a business where I was copywriting. I tried a business where I was doing trade shows and events. Like I I tried all these other different businesses because I was so ashamed and embarrassed that I had failed at my purpose journey. Now I understand it wasn't failure. It was just preparation teaching me what I needed to get to the next level because because that happened. I was able to sit down and learn strategic planning, learn what it means to evaluate the resources God has already given you and understand how you can use those to take the next step on your purpose journey. That is what led me to being able to create my first product for Godwood Girl and then be able to create the Godwood Girl Mastermind Group and then the School of Purpose and then the School of Business and now what we're doing by the grace of God in 2020. All of that happened for a reason. And it was so that I could understand the power of strategic planning, which the Bible already talked about. But you know how when you be reading the Bible your whole life, you don't really understand things until certain things happen to you and then you understand them? <laughs> so I understand it was just preparation. And now whenever I'm doing a new project in my business, a new venture, anything, I'm always thinking about the strategy behind it. What resources are we using to get this done? What is the action plan? What are the tasks that need to be done under each action plan? That is, the, that is so important on this purpose journey. Verse 7, wise conversation is way over the head of fools. In a serious discussion, they haven't a clue. The person who's always cooking up some evil soon gets a reputation as prince of rogues. Fools incubate sin. Cynics desecrate beauty. If you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Ooh, Solomon throwing some shade. Oh my goodness, y'all heard what Solomon said? He said, if you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Now, if you're like me, we're all thinking of that person that we know who falls to pieces in a crisis. <laughs> That's verse 10. Verse 11, rescue the perishing. Don't hesitate to step in and help. If you say, hey, that's none of my business, will that get you off the hook? Someone is watching you closely, you know. Someone not impressed with weak excuses. Verse 13, eat honey, dear child, it's good for you, and delicacies that melt in your mouth. Likewise, knowledge and wisdom for your soul, get that and your future secured. Your hope is on solid rock. Verse 15, don't interfere with good people's lives. Don't try to get the best of them. No matter how many times you trip them up, God-loyal people don't stay down long. Soon they're up on their feet while the wicked end up flat on their faces. And that's for those of us who have dedicated our lives to doing what God asked us to do. We are those God-loyal people. We are the ones who are saying, Lord, which you purpose for me, which you designed me for, I'm going to be loyal to that and I'm going to pursue that inside of my life. And so Solomon is saying, if because we are God-loyal people, we don't stay down long. That is for every single one of us. Even if we fail, even if we experience defeat, even if something goes wrong that we didn't plan, we don't stay down long. 
We are soon up on our feet because God is looking out for us. The Lord is looking out for us. So if you have fallen down, don't worry. God going to pick you back up soon. Just be aware and be open to what he's trying to teach you and what he's trying to show you and what he's trying to prepare you for. Don't compare yourself to somebody else who's, who isn't loyal to the Lord and who seems like they're thriving. Don't worry about that. The Bible has something for them. <laughs> we are going to be picked back up while the wicked end up flat on their faces. So keep on going. All right, so thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Let's pause for a moment for today's sponsor.